Right, we nice. we have hit the hit the big kabloof. Ah, oh, that's what I should do. I should put a sticker on the button that says kabloof, and it's the kabloof button. Yeah. Because I got a big button now that I can just hit. Oh, I Are could. Are you recording now? I am. Yes. Sorry. Oh God, this is on the podcast. Damn uh, it! <laughs> you need to get shot of that button. Oh yeah. Okay. Put kabloof on the button. I'll put kabloof then... on the button. Or I might. What well, I might try and do. Hold on. Let me just check the back of this mixer. See, what is I happening? have, I have like button, like I like foot switch inputs and MIDI inputs, so I could get like a giant button you and should, plug it in and just it. bind it to record and just slam the button that says Kabloof. If you do that, then we can make a video of you slamming the button, and we can also make all our social media banners just the, button. the Kabloof button. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so good. On that note. Kabloof! Kabloof! Yes. <laughs> oh, Hello, so uh, welcome to the Inverus podcast. Um, I'm Claire. I'm Callum. And this week... I am Andrew. <gasps> da -da -da -da! We have a guest. Hello, um, Andrew. Hello, Andrew. He is our cousin. Um, because our parents have lots of siblings, so we have lots of cousins. Yeah. Um, and the third cousin to appear on the podcast, he's also the brother... Of the other two people who appeared on the podcast. <laughs> We're just working through you all systematically. Mm. It's great. Descending yeah, order of age. Mm. So far, yes. I was thinking next time we should invite your dad on. <laughs> we should have an episode about uh, like the Second World War. Yeah. And That'd just invite him on. Because me and Callum wouldn't need to talk if that happened. He could talk for days. Yeah. He could. We would just sit there going, hmm. Yes. Mm. Um, oh. Mm. Take us off this tangent for a moment. If you uh, haven't drink. been with us before... Oh, that's true. Yeah, you should explain. Um, well, if you haven't been with us before, first of all, what are you doing? Second of all, we just talk nonsense uh, for about, you know, maybe an hour of your time um, mm -hmm. while drinking the drink of the week. And this week, the drink is... Decadent Decaf. I can't remember the exact name of the blend, but it is a Sumatra uh, coffee. But it is decaf, clue in the name, decadent decaf. Um, yes. But they're a company that employ the Swiss water decaf method of decaffeinating coffee, which is supposed to be the best one with the least impact on flavour. But they also are very expensive. And the reason they're expensive is because they get the best beans that they can to make their decaf coffees with. Um, and the reason that that's kind of notable is that when you buy decaf normally they tend to make decaf with the cheapest beans because the process of decaffeinating coffee is really expensive mm -hmm. um so in order to keep the prices low what they tend to do is like oh we'll buy the cheapest beans and decaffeinate them but the cheapest beans not always but like most of the time the cheapest coffee beans aren't the good coffee beans <laughs> so yeah. a lot of people have this sort of impression of decaffeinated coffee where oh but decaf is gross and a lot of decaf 
is gross, but it's because of those reasons rather than decaf itself being a bad thing. Right, okay. Um, and obviously, like, we're recording this at night time. I would not normally be drinking coffee at this time yes, of night. it's not coffee time. We have, we have things no. to do in the morning. Or I do. Um, I don't know about you. Yeah, me too. Sometimes in the afternoon. Um, or after a dinner, like a nice dinner in a restaurant or something i'll get a little espresso because i get really tired after i eat lots of food mm. yeah um but yeah so decaf kind of means that if you can get a decent decaf you can drink coffee whenever you want amazing um, and on that note i'm going to take a sip excellent we will be giving this a score out of 10 at the end of the show um these scores are completely subjective mm. and uh yeah you can find links to the coffee on the website at kabloof.com slash Inverus and then just go to this episode page. It'll be called Andrew! 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 Um, I took a sip of it black and I first impression is good. Oh. Ooh. Mm. I'm adding Ooh. milk. I will not be adding milk. I will be having it black. Yeah, well, you drink your coffee black. Mm. So I have made mine into a latte. Oh, nice. Oh, that is nice. Mm. <clears throat> we'll save the ratings for the end, though. Oh, yes. Um, so, before we kind of get into anything, um, how's everyone's weeks? We'll start with our special guest, I guess, Andrew. I say yeah, week. Yeah. How, how have you been, just in general, um, life? Yeah, you know, working, chilling, sleeping. That You've is... been playing any video games? Uh, honestly, No. <laughs> I've been too busy working or sleeping. Although I was playing a little bit of uh, it Hunt Showdown, which is a game that came out a long time ago. Um, if you're familiar with Daisy, it's sort of oh. a lot of games were branched off of that, and the different um, some of them went with the battle royale. This one's more yeah. PVE, but there's still player v player stuff. Um, okay. Cool. Quite intense, short rounds, but you know, it's yeah, I only like games like that if it is short rounds. Because mm. I'm, I, I have a low attention span. Um, not just that. See, when you've got kids, especially yeah. small children who tend to wake up during the night, see if you're stuck in the middle of something and it's like, yeah, I'm stuck here for another 15 minutes. It's uh-huh. just no good. So. Well, that kind of sounds like I might be interested. The rounds can go up to a good hour, but because the map's so sparse, you can just sort of find a bush and hide in it for a while. <laughs> it's definitely not like Daisy, where you'll be running around for 12 hours and then suddenly <laughs> die. Yes, and then you're not really sure who killed you or why. <laughs> yeah. And then you're really annoyed about it. Yeah. I remember those days. Oh, man. Yeah. Um... What about you, Callum? How's your week been? Um, busy. Or weeks. Weeks. Because uh, so... we have not recorded in ages. I know. Uh, Sorry, guys. Mostly just us being incredibly busy. Um, so the, today, actually, I was setting up um, the, for the first gig of the Pete and Diesel tour. Oh, Pete and Diesel? Um, and, oh my God the the amount of gear that was brought in for it so uh, a separate staging company was brought in to bring like actual like speaker arrays and a stage 
and things to fill out um, back hall. Um, and it's like a short island tour. So it's like here, Shetland, Orkney, um, I think. And that's about it. Um, so it's like a really short run. But I'm just st- standing there going, my goodness, this must have cost an absolute fortune. Alan, Pete and Diesel are the big guys now. I know, they're massive. The big and they're like huge. And uh, They're not just some like <laughs> annoying group of people that sing about Justin Bieber and cup and tea. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like it's an it's a real thing, and because like it's, I've not actually gone to witness the the sort of Beatlemania that's spreading through the islands, you know. It's uh, not even on the islands. Well, like, they Glasgow. sold out twice in the barras in Glasgow. Um, it's mental. People here love them. People, um, in, people in London like, love them. Does your mum? Does your mum know Pete and Diesel? Because they know that like mum lives in Stornoway, and I'm like, no. <laughs> She um, doesn't. Well, my friend went to see them, and I'm like, right, cool. <laughs> oh man, uh, the the other day, um, so the lead singer, um, Callum, um, also known as Boydie, um, he he phoned up. I was doing I was doing work in the the studio, um, and Keith, who runs the studio, um, also manages Pete and Diesel, um, and Boydie phoned him up while we were in the studio, going. Oh, hello. Could you come pick me up and take me down to Locks? I need to start out a boat. <laughs> so we did. <laughs> and what? We, we went, picked him up, took him to Locks, um, and he, like, pulled in this, like, tiny, falling-apart rust bucket of a boat. And I was like, oh, that looks in pretty bad shape. And he was like, oh, not this boat. This boat's just to take me to the boat. And... <laughs> So he spent about 40 minutes inside this tiny rust bucket boat emptying that of water with like an ice cream tub. <laughs> then pulled that out a bit and then drove that over to this other boat, which I swear to God was like there was it, there was like bits of it held together with duct tape and there was a massive hole in it. And he's like, oh, I just need to make sure it's OK. You're like, What? I and don't then, think it's okay, boy. Dude. And then I don't think it's okay. It's not even his boat. <laughs> <laughs> so he did all of this. But I don't know whose boat it is. But he was like, and I was like, oh man, you need to get, you need to either get a new boat or something. Oh, it's not my boat. I'm just, I just keep an eye on it now and again. Like, what? What is your life? <laughs> to be oh. fair. I'm not surprised. As I said earlier, he's all like um, Justin Bieber. Was it Justin Bieber, Doctor Pepper, Justin Bieber, cup and tea? Is uh, that the lyrics? It's uh, it's salt and pepper, Justin Bieber, salt and pepper, cup of tea. All right, yeah, or yeah. Okay. tea. Sorry, Kupan tea. Because well, that's how they Gaelic. say it up there, isn't yes. it? A cup of um, cup and tea. But yeah, and then I was looking at um, I was looking at Boydie's like actual like guitar rig. And it's it's just insane and stupid. Um, he's got. But if you could, if you could, Callum, I wouldn't have anything like that because it's just like it's unusable. <laughs> <laughs> well, he uses it. He does. But clearly, he's um, mental. But uh, yeah, he is mental. It's really funny because I was talking to Keith about it because Boydie basically just fiddles with the amp like through the whole show, and he'll turn the gain right up. Um, and it'll turn everything into like sounding like a can of bees. 
And I was like, how do you deal with this? And he was like, oh, I take... um, So his guitar goes into a splitter. I take one end and I plug it into this amp simulation pedal. And that's what goes to front of house and to everyone else's monitor mixes. And so he can just play with that all day if he wants. And it makes no difference. (laughs) It was class. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just it's just been work. Um, Post production. Uh, oh no, I went to London as well. Uh, I saw Hamilton. You did again. Uh, I, 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 again. Uh, Is that sh- twice now? That's twice. Uh, Shannon hadn't seen twice. it, so. Uh, well, she's seen it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, um, so it was good. We to go need see to it. go again. I need yeah. to go again. I need a third run at Hamilton. I've seen me it too. twice. Me too. I need a third run now. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm not letting you overtake it. me. Well, yeah. Well, next next year, and Andrew's invited too. I don't think Andrew's probably interested in going I to see Hamilton. I have never seen Hamilton before in my life. Do you know anything about it? Uh, it's to do with America. Yeah, it it's is. basically a really um, sort of super adapted. <laughs> like, there's a lot of historical inaccuracies in it. Nice. Um, but it's a super adapted version of basically the life story of America's first treasury secretary it's all about the founding of america except that the people in it are all um either black or other ethnic minorities mm. i think there's a couple of white people in it like yeah, over like the, the king ensemble cast but the stuff. main cast is usually all black or other ethnic minorities nice. um and like a lot of people find it quite problematic because they don't really delve into like slavery as a concept and stuff mm. but there are a few like quick cheeky mentions of like, yeah, guys, slavery is bad, um, but musically, it is insane. It's really and cool. You can't really deny what it's done for black musical theater actors in America, because a lot of the original cast went on to do like crazy cool stuff um, nice. with their careers. So, I mean, it, it's there are problems with it, but yeah. I love it because the music's just too good. Uh, and weirdly, it's a hip-hop musical. None of those have worked before, but this is the first hip-hop musical that's ever actually been fun to listen to. Yeah. Like, as a soundtrack. Um, and I was really sceptical when I heard about it at first. I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> this sounds like the worst thing I have <laughs> ever heard of. But it's actually quite good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, definitely. It was awesome, as always. Um, yeah, and then it's, it's a good show. The next day, we went to go see the Moulin Rouge, which I haven't seen. Which was awesome. It was um, awesome. It was great, and that's what I'll leave it at that. Basically, everyone just go go see it. Go see Hamilton. Go see Moulin Rouge. How would you chalk it up to the movie? Would you say that it's better than the movie? I always think live performances are better than movies, though. Uh, yes, and no. Okay. So, yes and no. Ooh. Ooh. Because I'm intrigued. Oh goodness, I don't know if you can hear the wind, but it's very windy. No, um, I can. Good, um, I can. Uh, but um, yeah, so it's better than the movie in the sense that it's a live performance and stuff. Um, but I don't. I'm not a hundred percent convinced that you can really go see it without seeing the movie. Okay. Okay. Um. So it's like a musical that's been made for fans of Moulin Rouge. Uh, basically, from what I can tell, okay. it's like it's got you know, obviously it's basically the movie. Um, it's got some updated songs, which really tickled me and was great. And um, so there's songs that have been out since 
uh, Moulin Rouge was released. Um, the movie that is, uh, and yeah, it was, yeah, it was really good. And like the actors were incredible. They were incredible. They always are. I know. Um, I've never seen anything on the West End and thought the actors were bad. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, we were just surprised because it was like we booked it like two days before. The tickets were mm. like twenty quid. And we're like, oh, well, it'll be like, it'll be a funny little... Your seats weren't bad at all. Your seats were great. That's why That's why I was like, oh, maybe it'll just be like kind of, you know, your, your B tier. Um, yeah. Because it's cheap seats. But we're like right at, basically at the the front of like the mid tier. And you're like... Yeah, in the circle. Yeah. That's so, not bad. I was like... That's decent. Um. Um, but yeah, you sent me a photo, and I was like, "Oh wow, <laughs> he's got he's cashed out on the good seats." Nope, <laughs> we cheaped <laughs> out on the good seats. <laughs> that's that's good. Um, so yeah, uh, it was completely awesome. And then obviously, London's great anyway. Um, wait, loads of nice food. Is it though? London's great for visiting. It is, but as I said, it's when you blow your nose after a day out in London. <laughs> Yeah. The tissue's always black. You get black bogies. <laughs> Every time. Black it's bogies. Lovely. It's just London. Yeah, yeah, it's good for a few days. I couldn't live there. No, I couldn't live there at all, but it, it's great for like a week or a weekend. Um, Actually, one of my favourite trips to London was with you, Callum, because that was when we went to the medieval banquet, which oh, doesn't exist anymore. It was so good. And I bruised my wrist from slamming the table. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was magical. And and that something needs to replace that. So people, um, if you're in London, uh, open a new medieval banquet, please. Maybe not in such a, like, actually lived in area, though, because it used to be in St. Catherine's Dock, is that what you call it? Yeah, that's right. And there's, like, actual really expensive flats and, like, um, houseboats there. It's quite high-class, like, area. So what would happen is like basically at the medieval banquet you got like free beer and free wine all night um oh. for the price of your ticket um and it actually wasn't bad me and callum That's went and right. we were like the free stuff's gonna be rank um and it wasn't the food was all right and <laughs> the uh the the wine and the the free beer was like decent people were going to the bar buying stuff and we were just like why Cheap's better than good, and free is better than cheap. Yeah, <laughs> so as you can imagine, like this thing lights out at like two a.m. with the clubs and stuff. Two a.m., three a.m. Yeah. So you're in a, a populated area with people trying to sleep, and like then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it wasn't very good for the people who lived there. Um, yeah. So when do they closed? They closed because of the pandemic. Um, it had been open for years because we sat next to these two people from, I think it was like New Jersey or something. They traveled That's over. That's right, yeah. And they were like, oh, I came here when I was in high school. And the guy's like got gray hair and a big beard. And I'm like, that was a while ago. Sorry, dude, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Turns out that he just like graduated. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so mean. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> Poor man. Oh. Um so my week my week 
that nobody asked me about. No, I joking. was just about to, but then you you just started. So oh yeah, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna be so Claire. Claire, how's your week been? My week, Callum. How was your week? Uh, my week has been fine. I was in <laughs> Arran last week. Uh, we took a holiday to the Isle of Arran, which isn't actually that far from where I live. It's only like a couple hours away across on the ferry. Um, but there's actually tons to do. Um, and the scenery is like nuts because it's not a big island. You can get mm. round it in a couple hours mm-hmm. in the car, not on foot. <laughs> um, but like the the tourist board kind of bills it as like Scotland in miniature. And they're really not wrong because it's got a mountain. Yeah. It's got forests. It's got beaches. It's got like, there's parts of it that look really like the Isle of Harris with like the rocks and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, we went for a really long walk. I think we walked, well, I say really long. It wasn't that long for us, but for the kids, it was really long. It was like five miles we walked. Um, but we couldn't finish the route because we got to a point where the path was just literally walking through a little river (laughs) and we had like kieran who's like two with us um so we were like right we need to turn back um but the kids loved it um we bought them like waterproof suits and stuff so that they could just run um and it was amazing it was a really really good week Uh, i highly recommend the isle of iron also touching upon an episode we had in season two where we talked about farming Aaron has this thing where they have one dairy on the whole island. Um, and it's like a small dairy, locally sourced. Uh, you can actually go and see the cows. We stayed like two minutes down the road from the dairy. Um, but they have this thing where like the dairy has vending machines for their milk and all the little local shops. Yes. And you go and you just put your little milk bottles, reusable milk bottle, you put it underneath and then you press the button, you put like a pound in and it gives you a, like a litre of milk. Um, and I was saying that to Stuart, like the milk was amazing. It was delicious. Uh-huh. Um, like I wish more places had that because the thing is, as we discussed in the farming and meat episode, a lot of like farming's really unethical and bad. Mm. Yes. But see if you know where your stuff's coming from and you know those animals are treated okay. Obviously, it doesn't remove all of the problems, but you're far more likely to have better treatment of animals when things are kept local and small. Yeah, Rather than, like, huge and industrialised and buying things from supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just raging because I was like, when I leave... I won't be able to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm like totally obsessed with these milk venting machines. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's tough when you when you have like the access to stuff that you're like, oh yeah, I would do this every day, and it's yeah. not extortionate or whatever. Um, and then to go from having that to not having that is mm. it's just kind of annoying, isn't it? Yeah. I'm like, why doesn't there are do this? some mainland farms that do the same similar sort of thing with the vending machines with the milk, mm-hmm. um, and I've seen them even do milkshakes, and they are so delicious and so reasonably priced for what it is. Oh yeah, because it's fresh milk and it's all yeah. thick and creamy. Ah. Oh. Well, that was the thing I said to Stuart is that like, you're not buying like 
you know, oh, I'll buy a semi-skimmed or a, it was just milk. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I think they pasteurize it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's no other, like, you know, processing that they do to it. Uh-huh. So it, there's no preservatives. It's like, and they refill these machines every day. And when you go, they have like a little board that they've written on, like a whiteboard marker where it's like, oh, milk sell by date today. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was amazing. I also went to this little um, fish bar. It's called Mara Fish Bar and it's in Corrie. If you're in Aaron, go there. You have to um, order in advance and they don't always have seating inside. But... Oh my god, I have never had fish so good. It was just the best ever. I was so happy. <laughs> uh, they also have a dog that lives in there. I know a lot of people are a bit weird about dogs being near food places, but he's a well-behaved dog. He made friends with my kids. Nice. Um, and I like dogs, so... Yeah. <laughs> good old puppers. Um... Oh. Me, my dad, and Stephen, who was on the podcast last season, um, we went walking up Goatfell. Uh, did you go up Goatfell? We did. Well, we got up part of the way there, and then I clonked out, so we went home. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite the hill, um, and I'm not very fit. Yeah. But, yeah, it is. It's an absolutely stunning view. Oh, my God. Well, we went, um, the walk we did, the five-mile walk, wasn't up mm. Goatfell, but it's Right at the start of the path to the goat yeah. felt, you can split off and um, walk through the Glen Rosa. Yeah. And it's basically you're walking between two mountains or two hills. Um, uh-huh. And we didn't get all the way to the path to go between the two uh, hills, but see the view that we had. Mm. Oh, it was so beautiful. The only problem I had was that to get there, you go, you go down this path, for ages and ages and ages and then you get to this like pine forest yes and it's stunningly beautiful unfortunately we were there in october and i have a phobia of mushrooms oh Uh, no i do not like them um i've recently started seeing like button mushrooms yeah because you don't see the horrible gills or anything on Mm -hmm. them i've been able to cook with them if I don't need to chop them. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> my partner loves mushrooms, so I'm always just like, oh, well, you know, if I can cope with it, like, I'll do it. But, like, see wild mushrooms and stuff, I just can't. I hate it. And this place was just littered with them. They were every Like, I couldn't look down. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That does not sound fun at all. No, it was. Um, but, yeah, I think I'd go back in the summer. Because you get less of that in yeah. the, the summer months than you do. Like when it's, oh, it's raining because it rained the whole week. We were just out the whole time, like walking places and mm-hmm. doing things because I didn't want to waste it. Um, but I would definitely go back. Like it's not that far away, really. So you could even do a day trip. Yeah, that's what we did. Um, and there's trying see... to explore that big sort of i want to say it's an overgrown mansion in the woods yes like this is the other thing um right so see in lewis when you go to lewis and harris up in the outer hebrides mm-hmm. there's a lot of like abandoned buildings uh-huh that are like but the abandoned buildings there most of them are just a couple of walls 
It's like people left that house long ago and it's been left to the elements and now it's like you can tell it was a house, but it's just bricks now. Yeah. Yeah. And Aaron. So there was that one that you're talking about. We saw that in the woods and it was like creepy, really creepy. Mm. Um, but we went up to Loch Ranza, which is like the very north of the island. Okay. That's where you go if you want to see deer because the deer there are like really friendly and they come out and they want fed and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, we didn't actually see any. We've seen tons of deer poop, but no deer. Ah. Uh, but in Loch Ranza, we walked past this. It's just in the middle of the street. There's this house that's like the garden's completely overgrown to the point where you can't get in any of the gates because there's just plants growing out. And um, when you walk past and look in, there's like still curtains in the windows and stuff, but you can tell it's all like ragged and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just looks like so creepy. And as we walk past, there's like another house behind that house that's exactly the same. Um, and then when we were driving away from Lockranza, there's this really overgrown little tiny uh, cemetery um, that clearly nobody's looked after in many years. Mm. So I think Aaron is haunted. That's the point of my story. Aaron is haunted. I'd believe it. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely. It's just Haunted Island. Um, I think that people should make YouTube videos about how haunted Aaron is. <laughs> Do you know people have? Aaron Probably. Haunted. Probably. <laughs> Especially like if it's American tourists who come over. It's Scotland's Haunted Island. Sorry, that's the, like the worst American accent you've ever heard. The Calmac <laughs> website has 13 haunting locations on Scotland's mm. West Coast Islands. It's not a very big island either. No, it's not. Let's see. It's just haunted. St Kilda. We don't care about St Kilda, go away. Obviously, St Kilda's haunted. Like, you don't even, like, yeah, everyone knows that, go away. <laughs> <laughs> I think just Scotland's haunted. Macri Moor on the Isle of Arran consists of six stone oh, yeah, circles made of granite and sandstone. The moor in which the stones stand is littered with prehistoric remains mm -hmm. such as stones <laughs> Stone. well do you know that System there's actually burial a dinosaur cares. footprint on iron like a like a legitimate dinosaur footprint fossil really? yeah what? you can only see it when the tide's out though uh, and the day we, we were going to see it i checked the tides and the tide was in and i was just like oh i wanted to see the dinosaur footprint so i need to go back just to see that because yeah. that is cool um I'm I think trying... as well, I don't remember whether it's the same one, but I remember reading an article about a kid that found a dinosaur footprint on a beach, and I think it is the one on Aaron, which makes it cooler because a little kid found it and was like, oh my God, it's a footprint. <laughs> and they were like, oh no, wait, no, actually it is. <laughs> it um... looks like a dinosaur footprint. Oh wait, <laughs> I'm trying to remember if it was Aaron um, because I was a baby, so I don't remember. I've definitely been to Aaron. But I don't know if this happened on Aaron. But okay. we got stuck in Aaron. The car had broken down or something. I was a little baby. A little baby boy. And um, so supposedly we chapped on some person's door and um, asked if we could just stay the night. And uh, the owner wasn't in. It was their housekeeper. And they were like, yeah, but you'll need to be gone by whatever time. Whatever time it is. Um, and apparently, 
we find out that the owner of said house was Mr. Bar of Bar's Soft Drinks, oh known as Iron Brew and... Yeah, EG Bar. Yeah. So apparently, Cola. apparently <laughs> he had a house in Aaron and we slept in it. That's a very strange claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> I slept in, in your house. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Oh, oh. Um, so I don't know if that was on Aaron. Um, I know we were stuck in Aaron at one point when I was a small baby as well. Um, so it makes sense that I have just put those two stories together if they are two separate occasions, but there you go. There's my Aaron tale. My potential Aaron tale, that is. Yeah. I never spent any time in Aaron before last week. Um, I've been there once. Uh, my family went on holiday to Campbelltown. Tarbert, Loch Fine. Um, and you can get the ferry across from Tarbert into... Um, I think it's Loch Ranza you get the ferry to. Either way, one part of Aaron, and then you drive through Aaron uh, and get the ferry from Brodick to Ardrossan to get to the mainland. Uh-huh. Mm. Instead of driving all the way from Tarbert Lochfine, like, because that's longer. Um, and my mum had made this big plan, like, on the way home, we'll stop in Aaron, we'll have a wee day in Aaron before we go home. But um, I think they got there and all the ferries were cancelled except the one that was just about to leave. So we literally got to Aaron and then left. I think all we had time for was to buy sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> we bought sandwiches and then left. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, but I really liked it. I would definitely go back. Oh, um, yeah, I'd love to go. Um, oh, and life, also, you know? see, for our regular listeners, we don't really have a topic lined up tonight. Oh, yeah, we're, I'm sorry. We're just talking. We're just talking. <laughs> Normally, we have a topic, but um, um, it's been such a long, like, time since we recorded anything, so. Oh, yeah. Um, and we've just, we've actually just, the thing is, um, we, I know it's quite hard to believe, but myself and Claire don't actually talk out with the podcast anymore. Very often, no, we don't. Um, we try to. I think we do. It's like, it's it's yeah. always our intention. It's just, you're busy and I'm busy. And, yeah. So this is really the only time. I talk to Andrew. I hardly <laughs> ever talk to Andrew. It's actually criminal that I don't talk to it you that criminal. much. Because, uh. Um, you do you do so many interesting things that align with some of the interesting things that I do. Um, yeah, and we need to continue with that uh, collab. Ah, yes, me, myself, and Andrew are working on a song. Um, Yay! <laughs> I actually listened to it the other day. Um, All right, uh, I can't wait to hear this. It's about so far. It's about an alien mm-hmm. who has come to Earth to find love. And his old man's like, here, this is a terrible idea. I think that this should also be the plot for a video game. We could do like a multimedia launch. Um, We should. Oh, can I get in on this? Yeah, 100%. Make a whole... We could get like a short, like, animated series. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're talking I don't know like anyone that can animate. Uh, somebody can do it. Callum's like, what are you talking about? You used to animate with the Microsoft Paint and Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, players. we'll just do that again. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure Netflix will buy it. Me and Andrew will finish the song. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, we could do a video game um, mm -hmm. and a book. A Netflix adaptation. Yep. Yeah. Netflix will, Netflix will take anything, to be honest. Absolutely. They'll greenlight anything. Will they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have, I've, if there's one thing I've learned about the, the film industry so far is that it doesn't really matter how bad your project is, you can get it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, which I find quite amusing. I mean, if people are going to watch it, then, you know, if you put well, enough money if they into can, anything... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's something they think people might subscribe to their service for, they'll put it on there. Oh, yeah. Um, to be fair, I did resubscribe to Netflix because I wanted to watch Bridgerton again. Uh, I'm going to be I'm gonna be restarting Bridgerton uh, just before the new season comes season out. Season three. Yeah. <laughs> it's so trash. But, like... I think that's the thing. If you've if you've listened to this for any length of time, like I love a good bit of trash, like decent, high quality trash. Um. Oh yeah, and Bridgerton is. It, one thing I actually meant to ask. Oh, what were you going to say? Because it sounded exciting. No, that was it. That was the end of the sentence. Okay. <laughs> um. One thing I meant to ask Andrew was mm. um. I know that Andrew's like really into Undertale. Yes. Um, I haven't played Chapter Two of Deltarune yet. Is oh it? my goodness! It is. It absolutely is. You should rectify that as soon as you can. I know. I can't really remember anything about Chapter One. I played it like the night it came out. I was like, yes. "Oh my god!" Oh. And then I played it in a real hurry. And then I kind of watched Callum stream it on. Like I was on stream, but the problem was like I was talking to Callum while i was on the stream mm -hmm. but the stream was like five minutes behind yeah it was yeah. it was wild it was a very strange experience and, and i think because of that it kind of just removed any memory of delta from my mind <laughs> <laughs> it's just been like surgically removed by this experience so i need to go back and play chapter one before mm -hmm. i play chapter absolutely two. definitely i replayed chapter one before playing chapter two um my goodness some of those bits are incredibly difficult but yeah no chapter two with, with chapter one when i completed it i thought yeah it's good it, it's a interesting concept it would be cool to see where it goes then two years later i'd basically forgotten about it but when chapter two released oh my goodness i was completely hooked on it for months probably about a year I was obsessed entirely. I'm still obsessed. In... I'm a bit like that with Undertale because the first time, yeah, first time I played Undertale, I did like the obviously I should do the neutral route, and I was uh -huh. like, oh, okay, this is interesting. There's like interesting concepts about this. There's characters I really, mm. really like. Yeah. Um, and then I did the pacifist run, but it was like, I don't know. I just something took over me. There's a period of time where all my art is like Undertale fan mm. for like six six solid months. It's like I think I have like three sketchbooks full of this like trash Undertale fan art because oh yeah. um who's your favorite Undertale character then? Um, I strictly Undertale because I don't remember Delrin. Yeah. Papyrus, yeah, Papyrus, gotta be. Papyrus. I think he's a cool dude. It's kind of like everyone's answer. Um, that I I've see spoken to. Monday. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So much. Um, when there was a point in time where um, Callum, myself, and Stephen, mm-hmm. um, we cosplayed as Harry Potter characters, yeah. which kind of aged badly because mm. I really, really don't like J.K. Rowling. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like at all. So um, it's kind of sad because it was a really fun day and a really fun time. But that day when we were at um, MCM Comic-Con, I bumped into an Undyne cosplayer who'd done the True Hero like, and it was so good. And I just, I was like, can I get a picture? I was almost crying. (laughs) I was like, this is so good. Oh my God. Oh, it was ridiculous. I was like totally embarrassing myself because it was such a good cosplay. Um, But yeah, she's my favorite. I love her so much. Um, She's really good. I don't think there's a, a single character in uh, Undertale that I sort of explicitly dislike. Um, even like with Alphys, I hear online lots of people didn't like her at all, but I thought she was... It's not just that. I think Alphys is actually really um, relatable to a certain yeah. group of people, and I think that's important. Because um, she's kind of a more honest representation of that sort of person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know many people who are, I don't want to say identical, but they share many traits. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, but it's, as you say, it's like, I think it's really, really difficult to dislike any of the characters. Mm. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> um, Everyone should go play it. I can yeah. understand why Sans is a Tumblr sexy man. Yeah. I'll put it that way. I don't necessarily subscribe to that. But, um, you can see I, it, I though. Get it. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, did you see that Sans from Undertale won a Tumblr sexy man Twitter poll? Yes. And then Toby Fox commented on it. Mm-hmm. Wrote a whole, uh, a whole thing. fan fiction, yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Amazing. Um, even funnier, because, like, I have never seen mob cycle mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure the guy he was up against in the last round was from mob cycle yeah is it so i was regan? just like I, regan yeah i have no idea who that person is or anything so i i think it was clear from reading toby fox's like fan fiction that he does <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was like he knows who that guy is i don't oh, oh it was great it's so good um Another question for Andrew, since he's here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only chance we'll get. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's uh, the interrogate <laughs> Andrew episode. The, the <laughs> no, come back, Andrew. Um, what's your favourite video game? Ooh. Oh, I was thinking about this uh, yesterday, actually, and several weeks before then, and all the time, because... Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's too hard. Yeah, I mean, these past couple years, I've not really been playing very much at all. I'm the same. I think when you grow up and you don't have the same time, yeah, it's much, much harder. Um, See, because the first game that really got me into games was Halo. I mean, you probably heard enough about that with Steven, but... Listen, see the amount of times I fell asleep on your couch in your living room and woke up and you or Stephen or you and Stephen were playing Halo when I woke up the next day. 
It's like, you, you should know decorum. To yeah. be fair, I didn't really care. There was no, like, oh, someone's sleeping in there. We can't. No, it was, no. I, it was Halo I'm time. And it's the weekend. It's Halo. <laughs> we would get up three in the morning on a school night so we can go downstairs and play Halo before school. Go to school, come back, more Halo. It was an insane I period of time. I can just imagine your dad coming down the stairs for his early shift and just being, why are you awake? <laughs> he did that several times. <laughs> several know. times. Because Elena and me got up to watch a horror film at like 3am once when mm. I stayed over and he came downstairs and he was raging at us. Absolutely. He does not like his mornings to be interrupted, interrupted. or messed no. with. Oh, I can't really blame him. It's like that's his pre-work time. Yeah, um, waking up at quite three a in the morning, job. Mm, mm. cycling into work in the pouring rain, three in the morning to do a job you hate for like 12 hours. Yeah. And then there's a couple kids watching a scary movie play or playing Halo and just interrupt your whole flow. <laughs> it was Halo and I think, was it Red Faction or something? Yeah, we, we played Red Faction. That was on the PS2. Uh, there was all sorts of games. Um I think if I were to say a game that I would call my favourite from before the Halo era, so B-H-E and <laughs> H, <laughs> I would say it'd probably be, if you remember, Abe's Odyssey. Yes. I was actually uh, started playing that uh, again uh, last month Oh, um, with the intention of 100%ing it. Really? Yeah. See, I was never any good at Apes Odyssey. Hello, it's Callum from the future here. Just to let you know that this episode went on a lot longer than usual, so we're going to split this up into two parts um, and uh, an uncut version over at the special features at kabooth.com slash special features. The second part will be out. Thank you. Kabooth.